We must defeat tomorrow. You are listening to Lifer House House Podcast. Podcast. We are back with another episode today, man. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, keeping it green. Make sure everybody's still out here staying sanitized and clean with all this little corona mess going on. And also, happy Tom Brady is leaving the Patriots Day, too. So, big really? shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He not, he not coming back. He not coming back. <laughs> but um, we have another guest on today's episode, Miss Scott Lemarie, the owner of Waxy's Candle Company. How you doing? How you doing? I am great. Good, good, good. So, before we get started, something I'm doing now. We're going to... Uh, Shuffle this deck up here, right? Okay. And I don't know what question is going to come out of this deck. But we're going to see. So whatever it is, it's nothing like, nothing, nothing too bad, nothing too bad. Okay, so I'm going to say don't is. have me. Let's see. What was your first screen name? Screen. I guess as far as like social media and stuff, like your uh, screen name there. Oh, my God, I think of mine. Why you say yours? I don't even remember. I think it was probably like Scotty. Too hottie. I think that was it, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, what was mine? I don't remember. I think it was uh Bam Got Down. It was what? <laughs> Bam Got Down. Yeah, that's what it was a while ago, I think. If I can remember uh, properly, but I don't know. So Scotty Too Hottie yeah, is what it was. Yeah, I think it was Scotty Too Hottie. I don't remember like MySpace or nothing like that, but. Yeah, I think MySpace and stuff, that was just... Just your well back know. then. I don't think I, I know I wasn't making up the names, and it was just think my regular name of mine. I treated it like Facebook, okay. Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. But all right, so now that's out the way. So, um, what we gonna do for all the people that's listening, just uh, tell them like let them know who you are, your name, where you're from, um, and give them a little backstory of your childhood growing up, you know, just how you was living then, the mentality you was in there, just from then until uh where you are now and then we'll get into it so just let them know who you are okay well i am scott lamarie um i am the owner and founder of waxy candle Ooh, shit, you good you good you good you good oh just um no just put it back inside okay where you good it? you can take them off put it in there yeah just look at it no yeah you good <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get right i'm clumsy okay Ah, <laughs> right, you should be good now. is it in there now yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay technical difficulties i'm back okay i'm sorry i'm a little clumsy y'all but okay my name is scott lamarie um i am the owner and founder of waxy candle company mm-hmm. um i'm from east atlanta zone six Stand up. all day <laughs> stands up don't play okay not the latonia area from boulder crest river road okay hey. just making sure um i lived a very happy childhood very happy um I graduated from Albany State University, and I decided to get into insurance mm-hmm. at State Farm. Shout mm, out to State Farm. I that's know, right? With. I know. That's like the, the buckhead of insurance, so just make sure y'all holler at me. But um, from there, I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was really mm-hmm. good at acting. Like, that was my, my major in college right. was theater. So I was really good at acting, but it didn't fulfill me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, really know where I wanted to go with that. So that led into anxiety. And then um, my ex got killed a couple years ago. Oh, sorry and, to You know, it's okay. And that really, like, triggered it really heavy. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how to get out of that. I didn't know how to get out of depression, out of anxiety or anything. So I started Googling, like, what can I do? Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to take medication. I didn't want to like I go to see no doctor or nothing. So candle making came up. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, that sounds really fun. So I decided to make candles. And I was like, okay, this is very calming. And then like mm-hmm. I started giving them to my friends, my family, and they actually liked it. And I was like, okay, well, what is it going to take 
to turn into a business. And it actually didn't have much of a startup cost. And it was just like, okay, this is a very big industry. You don't mm-hmm. see a lot of black people making no candles and having no candle company. I have so heard I was you like, mean. okay, I can make a lane here. And I launched in, well, I did a soft launch in like August of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I sold out in less than three hours. God. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Well, that was the, the first time you ever like mm-hmm. introduced it? The first time mm-hmm. ever. I was just like, okay. I sold out in three hours, so I was like, okay, I'll launch. And I launched November 4th, um, 2019. I think I sold out in less than a week. So I'm Dang. like, yeah. And I've only been open for, what, like six months? So, so Since far, you started yeah, the business? Yeah, since I've started. That's good. So so it was pretty good. much just off of just that one Google search of mm-hmm. how, to, how to try to get better from there. Yeah. And that's how I started. Yeah, because I'm like, with candles, and also you have to realize, like, we're... The world is changing right mm-hmm. now, and self-care is probably the biggest thing that we as black people need to, mm-hmm. like, zone in on. Like, For sure. Get your mind right. Pray. Like, take bubble baths. Drink your tea, whatever the case is. But lighting candles, like, that helps a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you get to write during that time. It makes your home smell good. It makes it feel like a home. So I'm glad that I get to really Yeah, I love people, candles yeah. for me. Uh they set a vibe. Mm-hmm. The smell does too. I'm, when I go to the store and shop for some, of course, I'm always, I got to smell every one. I just don't go yeah. pick some up. But Stop I, going to them stores. Hey, no, nah, I got the, the plug. The plug. That's what I say. This, this is it. Okay. Because yeah. the, the, the candles in the stores, they don't have nothing but toxins. Hey, so. see, I, don't, I haven't done uh, research like that into candles. And that's mm-hmm. um, crazy to know they got toxins in it. So even though you just smell it, so how, talk about how, how can that affect you? Like the difference from, What's in your candles to the candles you uh, uh, get from the store? So with the candles that you get from the store, those are usually made with mass production. So like Bath and Body Works candles, whatever the case is, the little dollar store candles. So when you're burning those, you're burning whatever they're putting in that candle Mm -hmm. and you're breathing that in. And not all the time it's soy wax. So a lot of times it can be... Um, oils that they're just putting in, just stuff that they're just mixing together. Mm. Literally, you wouldn't, I wouldn't. It's a lot of stuff that you can mix into a candle just to make it into a candle. Mm. But I use coconut wax, 100% coconut wax. So I'm like, organic with it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <it. laughs> Crazy. But yeah, so coconut wax is is actually really healthy. Mm. It's it's a step up from soy wax because when I first launched, I was like, I don't want to do a soy wax candles. Everybody's doing that. I'm like, okay, what is the next healthier option? I'm mm. like, coconut wax, and it mm. lasts so much longer. As far as like when you um burning it, mm-hmm. the like time? these burn like up to sixty hours. God. Yeah. They burn up to 60 hours. And that's because of the um, coconut mm-hmm. wax. Ah, see, and it holds the scent in. But that's one thing I, I don't like if I was to buy a candle from a store. Like I I would like to have it lit mm-hmm. all day to just keep yeah. it going. But I really got to sit here and try to preserve the mm-hmm. candle because it's like, man, I'm spending this money on it, mm-hmm. but I want to burn it all day, but it's already burnt out mm-hmm. by tomorrow. So that's dope too. So um, would you say entrepreneurship was... Something that was already in you, or just out of that time, like after all that, the Google search and whatnot, that's when it just popped out. Or do you think it was something there as a child? Like, were you doing things as a kid as far as making money on the side, doing small things? Or how did that come about as far as well, the, the hustle to make, do your own business? I've always been a hustler, like mm. always from gotcha. like when I was looking, exactly, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, but always been a hustler. But, um, Entrepreneurship has definitely always been in me. Mm-hmm. My mom, um, 
she writes. She's a flight attendant as well. My my stepdad, he's always owned his own business. Mm-hmm. My biological dad is in the music industry. So I've had a lot of people around me who have seen different parts of business or who's involved in business or whatever the case was. Um, so it's always definitely something that's been stuck to me. Like even when I was acting and I was putting together my brand and mm-hmm. putting together like, you know, events and things of that sort. So mm-hmm. even... Even then, it's just like now it's just channeled into something better. Something so you prefer um, diving into candles more than acting? Or Ooh. is acting like, yo, that's, that's what you Ooh, want? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, right now, I would prefer candles over acting. For some acting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a stage girl, so mm. I, don't, I don't like film. Very mm. much. It's very oversaturated. It, to me, it's not, you don't really get to see the talent. You don't really get to see mm. the real talent Versus of a Versus like a, a live play or exactly. something like that. Exactly. I love live plays. Like, that's something I would do mm. all day. But nowadays, it's going out of style. People don't want to go see them no more. Yeah, I know. I've so. never been to a live play. Of course, I've wow. like, probably caught some. They were like pre-recorded mm-hmm. and put on television, but I've never attended a live play. The closest to that that I've been to was like a, it was an orchestra. Not and even was, a Lion King? Nah, I've never seen that live. I've only seen that on the VHS and it was out now. Okay. I haven't. So what we're acting, do you got any projects that you've done previously that's um out or you was, oh, what's that face for? You was a dibbling, dabbling in it. Mm, what was I in? I was in Step Up, the series. Um, a couple of other things. I really don't. Remember. Step up that was that dancing? I yeah. Want to say. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah. remember that. I remember it was that. a new it was a new show that just came out. Um prior to that, not really anything besides theater. I think the last thing that I really did that I was really proud of was um at Albany State. My final play was Romeo and Juliet and I was mm, Juliet. Classic. So. Cause that, that was the hardest thing I ever had to do. What like, made it honestly, so hard? You have to learn the language. You have to learn like their movement. Um, it, it was a lot of research, a lot of so studying. That was that yeah. was the biggest the biggest barrier that we think it was the yeah. language. Mm-hmm. As far as like speaking in a Shakespearean way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like just understanding why they talk the way they talk, their dialect. It was a lot, and I think I got sick and I had to go to the hospital like two days Damn. before the opening night and I was like I don't have no understudy I have to get it together and I was just like oh my gosh what am I gonna do so they was freaking out so I was on bed rest like the whole day before opening night mm. and literally had to pull it together so the first night I was like really sick mm. so that's why I was you like, still you still got it done I did would you um I did they should have gave me a Grammy for it you know, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that but yeah would you, would you uh, do something else nowadays, or are you just strictly focused on the Waxy Candle Company? It could happen. Screenplay or, or like a, a live play. Would you, would you do film, or are you just totally against it? I don't think I would anymore. I, if, if I do hop back into it, I think I would more so want to probably write my own play mm-hmm. and produce it. Have and you put wrote, it on. written on? I mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. actually. And I do a lot of writing just as me as a person. That's how I release. That's how I like translate mm-hmm. my thoughts. Um, but if I come back to it, I think I would more so want to revive the theater world mm-hmm. instead of, you know, keep building onto the film world. Okay, okay. So, um, so back to the, uh, the candle. So, I see you have... <laughs> Does the name of your candles represent anything of what you're getting out of it? Because it was just break down the process of you making it, what you can talk about. Okay, you making your candle, how you name it, the reason why you name it, what it is, and 
Like, well, just specifically, let's go with these three here and then the okay. vibe you get from each one. Okay, so the first one here is Yuri. Mm -hmm. um, this is grapefruit and mint. Mm -hmm. So I got this name from my friend Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. um, when I was starting my candle company, she was like, you have to smell a grapefruit candle. Like, you have to smell what it's... I was like, grapefruit? That sounds like it was stink. I was I like, okay. You're going to love this one. Well, the taste. Let me it. say the taste. That's why I'm like, <laughs> who wants to smell grapefruit? Yeah. But then, like, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. So I ended up smelling it. I was like, wow, this smells really good. So mm. she just had a baby girl, and her name is Yuri. So I said, because you put me on okay. the grapefruit... Yuri has a candle. So okay. that's how um, Yuri got named. So then you have Boss, which is sea salt and citrus. So this is more so unisex. So men love it. Women love it. It's a very boss smell. Like when you mm. smell it, that's what I thought of. I was like, okay, this is some bossy stuff. <laughs> okay. So that's how I got the name of that. Really how I get the name of the candles is what I feel when I smell it. Like, mm. what do I think of? What mm. do I, what is, where does it take That's me dope. to my mind? I'm like, I don't like long sentences on a candle. Mm. That's just me. I don't want the, the whole quotes on a candle, like something simple, something relevant, mm. something somebody can look at and be like, I'm a boss. I want to okay. smell like a boss. I want my office to smell like a boss, you know, or whatever the case is. Um, chakra is cucumber and bergamot. Mm. It smells good. It's, it does. <laughs> it smells really good. And I made it with glitter. So I was really, this took a long time to make. Like to really? perfect. Yeah. See, from the outside looking in, for me, it's like, okay, I see a candle, but you just never know what yeah, goes into it, something. Yeah, it, go, it takes a lot. On the like, other side. So many people are like, oh, I can make a candle. I'm like, okay, you make it. The closest you I've got to making a candle is, is what I do, because I, I, I really love candles. Like mm -hmm. I, right now I have a... A whole cabinet of candle jars just sitting there. But what I would do, I'd go to the store mm -hmm. and buy my own wick or the, uh, the little wood crackling wick. And mm -hmm. I'd just put the empty um, containers in a pot and boil it to get out mm -hmm. what's left and just make layers of candles and just make layers. That and is cool. Put my own thing Look in at there. you. That's the closest I've done. Yes, I love uh, burning candles, especially when I'm doing creative work. Mm -hmm. It puts the, sets the whole vibe. Yeah. The whole vibe. Yeah. So what's the process of your candle making? Like, um, what do you, well, like I say, what you can talk about. So how do you, from start to finish, how does that, how does it, is it produced? Um, so, of course, I, well, for me, I go based off of collections. So mm -hmm. mentally, I'm like, okay, what collections do I want to have? Like, I have an upcoming spring collection, so I'm like, I need to look for spring scents, floral scents, things of that sort. So basically, I get like an array of scents, mm -hmm. and I narrow down which ones I want. I'm like you're saying them. just like... Thoughts of the scents you would want? Or no, you like, like order them. Okay. Yeah, so I order like a whole bunch of scents and I'm like, okay, this one goes here. This one I don't like. This one we can trash. This one I can kick out the way. This mm. one we can keep or whatever the case is. Then from there, it's like, okay, now I have to actually make the candle, mm -hmm. which is, it takes a lot of work. It takes me about six hours to probably make seven. Damn. Yeah. It takes a lot of work because I have to boil the wax down. Then from there, you have to measure. And right now, I, I kind of have my measurements in a good spot. But you mm -hmm. have to measure, like, how much fragrance you want. And then, of course, you have to know how much wax to use. So mm -hmm. that's a plus. It's you a have to, Yeah, it's, it really is that. a science thing because it's like if you have the wrong size wick, it'll tunnel and like you'll have a hole in the middle of your candle. Or exactly. It's like it takes a lot. And it took me a long time to get it. But. Basically from there, and then of course pour pour the um, 
the mixture into the jar. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I have to print the labels out. And usually what holds me up is coming up with the names. Because it's Mm -hmm. just like sometimes I'm like, I really don't know what to name this Do you think sometimes you you go too hard on yourself as far as figuring out a name? I do. Mm. I do. (laughs) I have like six candles right now. And I'm like, I can't name them. Like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's when you put in thought into your brand as a being the one in, in charge of it and mm-hmm. the creator of it, you get caught up in the what's good for you. Mm-hmm. But half the time, the quickest decisions to be the best ones. Yeah. How long it took for you to name these three? Well, I know well, that one, that was a no-brainer of the year, but were these just like when I you li- smelled it? I think I, I've had this candle made for a month, two months now. Mm. I just named it probably like four days ago. Damn. Yeah, I just <laughs> named this one four days ago. Well, I noticed that since the name chakra, is it still bouncing off of like the chakras in the body of that or just what? So that's where I got the name from okay, because okay. It, I, with everything going on right now, I said, well, I have these candles and people have asked me so many times, like, when are you going to release the glitter ones? And I'm like, I never really had a reason to add them into any collection, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I, I wanted to come up with something. So I put it underneath a self-care collection. Mm. So that you can use it while you're taking a bath, while you're, you know, taking a shower, whatever the case is. Only because there's so much going on, like, y'all need to focus. Y'all need to get your minds right. So I'm like, this can definitely help. So the name Chakra definitely helps with self-care. So, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So what are some of the the obstacles you've ran into as far as on the journey of entrepreneurship when you started within Mm -hmm. the, the, the candle it's candle industry. Like what? Mm-hmm. Some from day one when you say, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, until that first lunch. In between that time and that space of a gap, what are some of the roadblocks you ran into that could have possibly made you say, hey, fuck this, I'm, I'm gonna quit. Uh. Right, I'm not doing this <laughs> shit for nothing. Like so, what 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 happened in between that time for you? It was like, okay, this is the go. So my very first launch, which was the soft launch, mm-hmm. when I sold out. I paid for my shipping labels online, Mm -hmm. and I was down to my last. I was like, okay, well, still got to get out. Mm -hmm. So they took my money, but they didn't give me my shipping labels. Damn. And I was like, okay, maybe I messed up, but they took the money out of my account. So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, let me do it again. So I clicked submit again. They took it out again. So I was like, y'all just took like my last $100. How am I going to deliver these packages? So I literally had to get in my car and drive to every single address. And thank God they were in Georgia. They you were sent in Georgia. to deliver your mm-hmm. orders? To Damn. deliver every order. And I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and literally delivered every candle. Dryer. Every single candle. Because I was like, okay, I don't have enough money to go send them off through the post office. Mm-hmm. It's going to take like five days for them to give me my money back. So I'm like, I can't have them waiting five days. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I have a car. I got some gas. <laughs> Let's figure it out. And put in those GPS. I was like, I got to do what I got to do. So yeah. So that was the, the biggest hurdle you think you had to get over in between? Uh, not at all. That was just, I, when that was the first hurdle that happened. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so I know I'm in for something different. Mm-hmm. I know I'm in for for a long shot right now. But um, just dealing with, you know, getting your labels together, that was that's probably the biggest hurdle because the labels that I had previously, they were absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. And I've seen before, the recent, um, yeah. before and after you posted. Yeah, I was, like, they, I was like, I cried when I got these new labels, y'all. <laughs> but um, just really finding the right products for you, finding something that represents your brand, that's, that is really hard. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize how much goes 
what goes into finding something that brings your vision to life. Mm. Because before I got started, I was like, well, let me outsource. Instead of making all of these candles, I don't know if I can fulfill all these orders. So mm. I flew to Miami to meet with a vendor. Who made candles? Who made candles. Okay. They make them, they package them, they label them, but they charge you like $1,500 for 40 And I was like, I ain't got that kind of money. Uh-uh. So I was like, okay, I got to put the work in. I got to just, if I get a lot of orders, I just got to focus on my time, make them that way. But we really hit a lot of hurdles mentally more than anything else. Because mm. it's like, okay, nobody has taught me the financial aspect of it. Nobody has taught me how to do the LLC. You know, mm-hmm. nobody taught me how to, you know, really market myself and and reach out to people and initiate the conversation That's and be in their life. face on your brand. You know, yeah. nobody taught me that. Now I have people who are teaching me. I have mentors now. But before when I was coming in, Nobody taught me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. So I had to figure a lot of stuff out on my own. I was like, okay, I'm paying for everything out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like all of my supplies out of pocket completely. I mm. was like, can I do the this? The duties of owning the yeah. brand. I yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. So was it, when you say it affected you mentally, did it mm-hmm. have you like, you had to start production for a few days or anything? You ever had a gap like that to where the yeah. process is measured? I need, I need a, yeah. a week off Yeah, cried. Literally was oh, in my no. bed crying. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, can oh, I afford man. all this stuff? Like, am I going to really make it? And did you want to quit at that point? I or? did. Mm. I really did. But I was like, I ain't, I ain't no quitter. My mom ain't raised no house. So. so what? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like, I get that. I get that. So what made you keep going? Like, what was the motivation to, to get you over, to get you through that, to just say, all right, let me just suck this shit up and just keep it pushing? Really, my, my family. Mm. The biggest thing. Like, my mom, she's always telling me, like, Scotland, you just got to get it done. Mm. You have to do it. You know? You, you're you different. You, you set the tone. You set the standard. If you let something knock you down mentally, you're never going to make it. Yeah, hey, that's so fast. So <laughs> get, get on your feet, pray to God, keep God first, and keep going. And let him behold, it's like the second you had that talk with God, and you're like, okay, I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. I ain't walking by faith. I'm walking by sight right now. Amen. Get it together. And literally seconds truth. later, God will be like, all right, my child, mm-hmm. here you go. Hey, you, you speaking in truth. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll step in in, some, mm-hmm. in the most amazing ways and amazing times when you need it. But it's about, like you said, that faith. If you mm-hmm. have it, it, it'll come through exactly. with that. So since saying that, so how do you clear your mind mentally when that stuff is going on? What is your what is your getaway or your, your happy place or mm-hmm. your... Hey, I'm stepping away from business or producing candles, and I just want my my, my mental space and that peacefulness. So, what do you do to achieve that? I meditate. Mm. I'm big on meditation. I'm big on journaling. I'm big on talking to myself mm. a lot. Of you ain't there. crazy. If you talk I know, to and people have told me I'm crazy. Trust me, I know, because <laughs> I answer myself too. I know that's a little weird, but <laughs> like literally. But really, journaling has helped me a lot in meditation mm. and really finding that alone time. Because mm-hmm. when you get into, you know, owning a business, it can be very lonely. It and I didn't realize be, that. I is. was like, where are my friends? Uh-huh. Where is everybody? Nobody gets me. I don't want to go to a club and spend money. I'm like, I have to save. I have Preach. to save. And nobody got me. And I was just like, okay, this is really sad. And so I started back journaling. I was like, okay, just write it out. Write letters mm-hmm. to people. Write how you feel. Meditate on it and go about your day. Do and you do really- um, guided meditation or is just uh you just sit down and get your peace that way? Because I know when I meditate, I started out using the, um, the Headspace app. Mm-hmm. That's what popped it off for me. And just that going through that guidance 
it set me up to be able to, because I kind of fell off of it maybe well, like six, seven months <clears> in, <throat> but it set me up to know how to achieve that space that, I, that I've been looking for. So how is it your, do you do guided like that or is just No, just so like and, I lay down flat on the bed, no pillow underneath my neck at all. You got a process. Yes, it's a whole process, like literally. And it took me a long time, like years to really master it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I lay down flat on the bed, and you can play like meditation music very low, though. So it's like it it tranquilizes you in Mm -hmm. a way. And you just go into a deep, deep, deep. I, I can't explain no, it. I wish I, I could, I but to, to them, the point where it's like you can't you can't move. Like all you hear is like, but you hear everything so clear. I, I really can't explain it. But what, what's your favorite type of meditation, music or sound? Because with me right now, uh, when I do it, like for this morning, I use the um, it's like pineal gland activation mm-hmm. song. I can't remember the name, but on Amazon. So what do you like? This sound. Believe like it that. or not, Janae. I don't know how you say it. Like Aiko. I can never. Echo. You know who you're talking about, Jay. Jay, you know who I'm talking about, girl. Okay, but um, I she has something called triggered mantra or something like that, mm. and it is put it on repeat. I promise you, it's, it's is it just sounds or her? It's her. It's her just singing like the same hook mm. over again, but it's not annoying. It's very like. It's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And it's like with the chimes and like the the oh, wind so and stuff. All, it's all like the whole the vibe. It's like, this is perfect. Is that how you go to sleep? I know you need something like that to go to sleep sometimes or not? No. Do you I deal with insomnia? insomnia. I, I have <laughs> insomnia really bad. Yeah. So I, I, well, for me, I I deal with that bad. Like I actually mm-hmm. been to the doctor and I was diagnosed with it. And mm-hmm. they gave me sleeping pills, but I'm not for... Uh, like taking pills yeah. and stuff like that for things. So I got to find other ways. But like every night I listen to rain sounds while I go to sleep. Really? So, excuse me, you have to get that piece. So you don't indulge in something no. like that. So how do you I how don't. do you deal with your insomnia? I don't. Ah, you got to find I something don't. To, to help that. I don't. I can literally, like I went to bed last night at six in the morning. Mm. Yeah. That's usually my days. It's for like it comes it. and it goes. Some days I can go to bed at like 11 at night and wake up in the morning or whatever. Some nights I go to bed at 5 in the morning and I wake up four hours later and start my mm. day. So it's like I don't, I haven't mastered how to get over my insomnia. I used to take well, sleeping pills, but you're not supposed to take them every day. I was popping them every day. That And that's the thing. That's how yeah. I was. At the time when I was prescribed mine, yeah, I was going through bodily injuries. So mm-hmm. I, they had me on sleeping pills. And uh, hydrocodone pain pills. So I, I had to take them both at the same time. But it was coming to a point where I'm like, eh, hell no. I'm not about to be sitting here having to pop pain pills. And I'm in pain and trying to get sleeping pills to go to sleep. I just felt like it was too much. So that's yeah. when I just said, forget it. And that's why I had to figure out the the whole meditation thing mm-hmm. and playing the rain sounds while I go to sleep. Was, I, I forgot what famous. I want to say he's a singer. But a long time ago, they say he died from taking sleeping pills like he took some pills and then he didn't wake up that next morning i can't remember don't quote me on that story but that's oh, one other thing that's scary I'm like no nah, i'm not doing this at all um but so with waxy candles like what do you what is your your next goal like and well it's crazy though the first quarter of the year is shit this is almost over i know like, what is going it's just like when you got not even so much going on but when you actually really focus on stuff mm-hmm. time flies I, right. I woke up today and i was like why am i seeing it's all this March. green stuff I'm like it's saint patrick's April. day it's like god 
damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what you got coming up? What is your What is your goals for the I guess second or third quarter for um, for um your business? What are you trying to do? So I really want to have more in-person visits, so more pop-up shops, mm. more, um, I know. Yeah, talk about that. I know, right? <laughs> Coronavirus, getting real. Got us. But um, really have more pop-up shops um, for customers to, to come in and actually smell the candles mm. firsthand. So right now I'm planning a lot of that out. Um, they are going to start in May, so mm. be on the lookout for that. Um, and really expand the products that I have. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, I can really be the next Black Bath and Body Works or even Will the be. next Victoria's Secret because mm-hmm. like, they have body stuff as well. So that's really where I'm trying to take my brand and not just limit it to just one product where mm-hmm. I just have to sell candles and wax melts. So what, like, you, what are you interested in as far as like other products to put out? So I definitely want to add in Sage. I definitely, and I've gotten a lot of mixed reviews on that. See, I want to like, talk about that too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> know, because people have literally told me like, no, you're not supposed to do sage, it's demonic. And I'm like, but yeah, I, I have a Native American background, and, and my ancestors was burning sage, you know, forever, mm-hmm. and we was, we was just fine. So I'm like, I don't, See, I don't, I I don't know. Not that I won't get into it or can't get into it, it's just... It seems like burning sage is so much of a ritual type mm-hmm. thing to where... I don't want to mess with it unless I know what's what behind doing. that ritual. Yeah. Because you can, every, a lot of people I see nowadays, I'm just, now let me burn and say. Yeah, and, and they don't get, that's something like woo, woo, you woo. have to know, like you really have to do your research before mm-hmm. you just hop on. Because opinion isn't knowledge. Mm-hmm. Not and and so bit. many people are relying on opinion as their knowledge. And it's like, just because you believe that or your grandma told you, that may not be necessarily true. Mm-hmm. So with a lot of stuff, you have to know how to use it. Mm-hmm. You have to know what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. sage it can actually open the doors to evil and bad spirits, mm. but you have to know how to use do it. Do you currently burn sage now? I you, do. Okay. I do burn sage. Okay. And it's, it's been working great for me, so I'm like... Yeah, it's like I said, you, I guarantee you probably know you're, if you're doing it, you're mm-hmm. not just doing it out of, oh, let me just do this because right, it's Right, out of popularity, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what else you're thinking about um, putting on the product line? So in the future, I definitely know like probably around next year or whatever the case I have definitely thought of maybe adding on lingerie or mm. different or just different things to to what a candle can embody because mm-hmm. it a candle can make you feel a lot of stuff. It can make you feel sexy. It mm-hmm. can make you feel at peace. Vibe. It can make exactly. It's a whole vibe. So I'm like, I want to just incorporate things that can what a candle can make you feel like. So, you thinking about doing a brick and mortar like in your storefront, I've, or you want to be strictly online? I've thought about it. Um, I have thought about it heavily right now with the economy. It's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah, I'm telling you. This um, technology, it's, it's too, not, is uh, yeah. making you discouraged from doing stuff like that because yeah. you can do it right online. Exactly. But it's nothing like actually Going having in. that experience. Yeah. Like I said, it's all about an experience yeah. for me. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a, um, a lot you're trying to do. So with, saying, with having said that, it seems like you will be on a path of being a Bath and Body Works and a Victoria's Secret expanding in, yeah. in those um, rounds of life. But for a listener who's trying to pursue entrepreneurship mm-hmm. or even go, hey, I want to make my own candles. I know a, a few people that's been um, brought to my attention who make candles, and they, they, but they do it in the way of um, like art. They had a... Right. a, a uh, an Air Force One shoe that was a candle. They made 
a bowl of cereal with Fruit Loops in it, but it was a oh, candle. So they, I've they, seen stuff like that. I yeah, think that's really they, they do stuff like that. Yeah. But with somebody who wants to go along this journey or who who may need a push to get up off their ass, what would you tell them as far as like what what they might expect, um, what steps they should take? So how would you got them? They asked you for advice on getting mm. onto this. What would you say to them? The the first the first piece of advice I would say is start. I think that that's like the biggest thing people need to hear and get out of your head Mm -hmm. because so many times we limit ourselves. There is no guide. There is no rule book. There is no right or wrong Mm -hmm. answer. Everything that you do can either be a lesson or Mm -hmm. it can be a blessing. Mm -hmm. And it really is going to, you have to shift your perspective. You have to be ready for anything. Anything can happen. Anything will happen. And that's just life. So, you know, don't don't beat yourself up. Don't look at it as, oh, I tried it, I failed. Mm-hmm. Look at it as, I tried it, what did I learn from it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me try it again because now that I know this, now I can come back a different a different way on it. So that would be the main pieces of advice. And don't wait for the support. Mm. Do you, how, how do you feel about support nowadays? Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> mm. It, it mm. can get iffy, man. With support is... Depend having to well, I'm not gonna say depend on social media, but just because of technology and what it takes to to brand a product or to brand a business, that shit plays a, a big role mm-hmm. in it. And just how it's it's over, I would say it's oversaturated now. One with the advertisement on social media, and then just the the of course the the people on it. But the habits of it is, hey, I'm on this timeline. I'm just scrolling, scrolling, mm-hmm. scrolling. They might not like your post of your mm-hmm. product or uh comment on uh or give certain engagement but don't hurt your own feelings. Yeah. Like right. literally like I know people like when people launch businesses they're looking for their closest friends, their closest mm-hmm. family to make it their business too. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna hurt your feelings if you expecting that it. from people. Uh-huh. And sometimes your strangers are going to be your biggest supporters. That, like I, right I now, my strangers are, are. Yeah, my strangers, people I've never met, mm-hmm. I've never hung out with, are some of my biggest supporters. Mm-hmm. Literally, I, I see that a lot. It's like you say, it's, it's so hard to blow up in your backyard, but mm-hmm. you go somewhere else and you get all that support. And I, I kind of feel like, excuse me, the people around you is just. Not even that they don't support or don't want to support, but they're just so close to the source. Yeah, it, it, it could almost just seem as if, oh, this is just regular for them doing. And okay, I'm a, I'm not, I might just scroll past it or not share. And yeah. then also the the attention span that people have, you can be looking at stuff and not. Like you really have to the the, the content really has to be eye grabbing nowadays to mm-hmm. get it like it's not how it used to be or, or whatever. So when it comes to support, like you say, I feel like don't try to. Please, who's around you? Exactly. You gotta reach well beyond that, and whoever, whomever is close, if they if they really down, they gonna support exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, they gonna support you. Exactly. But support is a it's a hard thing to get nowadays. Honestly, it, it's hard. It is. It's hard. Trust me. Tell me about it. So like, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm like people, and a lot of the times you you have to weed out people as well mm-hmm. and everybody can't go with you. Everybody. Are you saying it's for like a, a friendship type? Friends, level, family, like in, in life in general. Like mm-hmm. everybody can't can't grow with you. Everybody can't go with you. Like That's it's just fact. it's just not there. Some mm-hmm. people will literally look at your success or whatever the case is like, oh well we had the same Bringing up, we mm-hmm. had the same coming up. Mm-hmm. How you make it, I did it. Some yeah. people really look at you like that. So mm-hmm. 
my best advice is don't get caught up in the support. Be more so caught up in how do I better my brand? How do I better my business? Mm-hmm. How do I catch people's attention? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have tips and tricks in your back you use to, to market like that? As far as like I know, if I do this, mm-hmm. I can get this outcome. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you notice or pay attention to trends like that as far as when you're doing your stuff? Yeah. That, it's like, I, like me teaching myself, I, I can't, you know... I was like, I can't afford to pay no photographer mm-hmm. $400 for one minute. <laughs> I feel you, though. No, no, I feel you. Okay. <laughs> I can't afford no $400 for one minute. So my my dad ended up buying me a camera, mm-hmm. and i just been using it. I'm like, okay, let me try something outside the box. Let me do something different. Like, And like you said, that's that's the thing of it. Like, You have to think outside of the box mm-hmm. to catch people's attention. Man, you do. Like, people, they not... If it's nothing negative nowadays, you got to go super hard exactly. to get the support. And be consistent. Yeah, you have and to be consistent. consistent. See, that's one thing I'm trying to uh, do better on myself because if you're not... Constantly in the consumer's face, you, you're gonna get overlooked because exactly. the the fact that you can anybody can start a business now, anybody can run an Instagram ad. So like I say, it's oversaturated of what's being put out, and if you're not on there consistently, somebody else gonna Ooh. jump in that spot, man. But but the content has to be good as well. Mm-hmm. I say that because my um my homeboy Bird, he was on the podcast episode and he was speaking of people. They'll just be putting out stuff and putting out stuff. Yeah. It's okay, everybody. May not have an iPhone or may not have a, a Samsung or a good Android, but, but when buy, it comes buy to buy your friend's iPhone, you, you buy, got to, buy, do something it, like you when when you're doing this, you can't have excuses. Mm-hmm. You can't hold yourself back. If you don't have an iPhone, but the guy sitting next to you and he your best friend, hey bro, can I use your phone real fast? Man, because you'll see something. somebody saying, okay, this is my brand. Oh, I'm taking it so serious. Duh, 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 duh. When they release some content, it looks boo boo. Like, come yeah, on, I be dog. like, I can't even see it. Look pixelated and everything. Because people be say, like, hey, just that? just start with what you got. Start where you at. I agree to mm-hmm. a certain extent, but if I know I have a 2005 uh, T-Mobile or something, I'm not gonna sit here and just try to record my podcast on that audio or mm-hmm. take photos of my product because. The way the, the consumer mind works, it's gonna get overlooked mm-hmm. because it's just not of a a, a standard that's kind of yeah, it doesn't accepted. have that quality. Yeah, it yeah. sucks. You gotta abide by that, but that's just how that's just how it works. That's, that's See, how I and, think about it. And a lot of times, people like I'm big on your foundation, just mm-hmm. as a person. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, people are wanting to skip building their personal foundation mm-hmm. into trying to identify as a business, mm-hmm. and it's like. You have to be able to say, okay, well, who am I? Mm-hmm. Or is my identity just stemming from who my brand is? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's how people get caught up because they're like, well, I don't need no iPhone. I don't need no. I can just have a flip phone. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. you need to get your stuff together. Yeah, like, when it comes to that brand identity, it's, you can't play with it because mm-hmm. it'll, it'll make you or break you because people, like I said, they, they want that experience. They want to feel like, hey, when I buy this stuff or if I wear this or if I burn this candle, it needs to kind of make me feel a certain type of mm-hmm. way so I can, and that's how you get connected to it. So you got to put that type of thought into your mm-hmm. your, your branding plans or whatever, you, uh, the video you're putting out to promote your yeah. stuff. Without that, 
you're going to get lost in the sauce and overlooked. Like, it, like I see a lot of girls nowadays, and it's like, because I watch. I'm a people watcher. Mm-hmm. I may not comment. I may not like. I may not say nothing. But trust me, I'm watching mm-hmm. everybody's stuff. I like, I see <laughs> everything. And I'm just like, I've gone to pages. I'm like, I don't even know what you do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your business is. Or you have more so pictures of your ass cracked. And not your business. Or even with guys, you got more, if you're a rapper or whatever the case is, if you're a lyricist or entertainer, Mm -hmm. put that out. Mm -hmm. All I see on here is you taking pictures in front of a Camaro. I don't know what's going on. Who are you? Like when you. Right. It's it's like you have to, you only have less than 15 seconds to capture the attention of somebody. Mm -hmm. You click on the page. If it don't look entertaining or interesting, somebody going to swipe off. They're going to be like, I don't know what this is. I shouldn't have to scroll down like four weeks ago to see what your content is, to see what your brand is. Be consistent with your stuff. Mm -hmm. Put the effort into it. The same way y'all put effort into buying J's and buying (laughs) weave and getting your lashes done and and going to Miami. Put that into your business. You you speaking nothing but the truth. You get get out what you put into it at the end of the day. If you have fast in what you're doing, you're going to have a half-assed brand and exactly. half-assed support all across the board. Because that says to people, you ain't taking yourself seriously. Mm-hmm. Why should I? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. If, yeah. you ain't, if you ain't trying to help yourself, I'm not going to help exactly. you at all. Exactly. I'm like, I don't do sympathy. I don't do guilt. Hey, so I, do I, feel that. You. I feel you. So, um, so as you going to close this out, just let people know uh, like where they can find it. Well, no, 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 no. Before we close this out, the pop-up shop, we got to talk about that. So. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the pop-up shop. So it's uh the black market. Um, that was a pop-up shop that we're well was supposed to be attending, but we're a lot still of attending yeah, the coronavirus. A, yeah, didn't the get corona done okay. came and swiped through and fucked everything up. But we just want everybody to know, uh, the date is tending to right now for the black market pop-up shop. It is still gonna happen, of course. But y'all just keep supporting that and make sure y'all follow that uh page on Instagram. I need the pages. The underscore black market, mm-hmm. well, T H E underscore B L A Q U E market mm-hmm. on Instagram. So that that pretty much what that is. It's a collective of um 100 brand black 100 owned black owned brands and their products. So you're going to be selling waxy counters to be there. Yes, uh, Life Society, the plan is for me to, now that time is pushed back. I can probably work some things out yeah. now to be there. Um, we have Bird with Kirby Canvas, uh, Jamal with Underdog. Um, Crystal Clear and Gabriel Power with the God Shop, mm-hmm. Malika Mobley with Pop of Lux. I think that's everybody on there yeah, so far. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, and if you're interested, hey, don't be scared to reach out. Uh, I'm pretty sure things could happen, but mm-hmm. uh, keep on the lookout for that. But now, after that, so just let them know to plug yourself in everywhere they can find you at. Uh, leave them with a little couple of tips or what you got coming and just mm-hmm. it's all this your time right now. So you just let it out. Ooh, I love it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you can definitely follow us on Instagram at shop waxy candles. Um and waxy is W A X as an X ray, S as in Sierra. I'm <laughs> sorry. I know I'm so crazy. But it's at Shop Waxy Candles. Um we are also on Facebook at Waxy Candles. Um we definitely have a lot of stuff coming up in store for everybody. Candle making classes will be coming. That's what I wanted to ask yes, you. I was going to ask you. I know, you gonna, I know. Uh, candle yeah. making classes will be coming. <laughs> I know. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. Um, definitely a lot of vibes. A lot of new products on the way as well. So it's a lot of stuff. Hey, so, man. Y'all, so y'all, heard, y'all heard it. Stay tuned. So again, this is another episode of Live House Podcast. I appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure y'all go subscribe on YouTube. If you want to buy some merch and support that, go to www.dlivesociety.com. 
forward slash shop. And again, y'all have a good day and stay clean from this corona, man. We'll holler at y'all yeah. later. <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Shit is getting real! <laughs>